This podcast is brought to you in part by The Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Welcome to another episode of the New England Society of Geeks podcast. I'm your host, Derek, and this is going to be part two of the, the monthly, monthly comics, comics cast, cast for July 2020. And uh, the reason we're doing a part two is because we decided to kind of break up the show a little bit so we wouldn't be nearly three hours long. And... Uh, the first part was our regular reviews and a little bit of news talk. And this is going to be, this part two is going to be our off the shelf segment in which we take a look at an older series and see if it is worth reading or not. And for this episode, we are going to be looking at Batman White Knight. Now, the Batman White Knight series was created by Sean Murphy, and it's actually going to be the beginning of uh, a Murphyverse, as they call it, uh, in which he's already done a sequel called Curse of the White Knight. And basically... Uh, and a one-shot. And a one-shot, yes, that's right. Uh, so the series is basically eight issues, and it was published monthly by DC Comics in uh, starting in 2017 and going into 2018. And basically, uh, it's kind of a different spin on the Joker and the whole Batman-Joker narrative and everything. Uh, so, of course, it was written and drawn by Sean Murphy. Lettered by uh, Todd Klein and colored by Matt Hollingsworth. So, uh, Dario, since this was your choice, I'm going to let you take it from here as we go through the issues. I had never read this. When it came out of the store... I had. I think I picked up issue one, and I looked through it. I thought it was pretty good. I'm a fan of Sean Murphy's art. I think it's really good. Yes, cool. he's very good. It's really good. Not it's not very hyper realistic or super detailed, but his style is is I think really really uh, got something special to it. Yes, I um, agree. So I picked it up. Uh, I read the first issue, and I believe at the time I was unimpressed, <laughs> and I put it down and didn't buy it again. And then, as the months went, the months went by, customers would come to the store, buy issue two, buy issue three. And ran up the register. I was watching one of those customers. What do you think of this book? It's really good. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You should try it, Dario. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I like the first issue. But sometimes I'm not in the right state of mind when I read stuff. Right. Sometimes I'm just, who knows what I had read before. And then then sometimes my phone would ring. And I'd think. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. You need a moment? Go for a minute. (laughs) So eventually, after all these people coming up and telling me that I should be reading it, I decided, I decided what, seventeen three years later, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's uh, let's read this book, and I'll see if it's worth all the hype. It's Especially good and fresh. So the fact that they've continued it, I yeah, thought, why not? Dust off. Well, I, I read this one on the DC app. Um, I would have bought the trade uh, store, but for some reason I didn't have it in stock. I know it sells well enough. So it's one of those things that I just have to stock more. So I got it. And I read it the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Derek read it a while back. Yeah, I read it when it came out. It. I got mine. 
I got mine at uh, Barnes and Noble. Hey. I bought mine at the comic book store that Dario works at when it came out in 2017. Uh-huh. Must have been the week it ain't have no Spider-Man. I buy more than just Spider-Man. I buy everything Batman as well. Except Nightwing. My little pony. Cause yeah, I was waiting for that. Who in their right <laughs> mind would buy Nightwing? Anyway, continue with the... Continue with the. Do you buy everything, Batman? Not everything. Me? Not everything. All right. Okay. So, um, issue one. So, my general feelings about this book. Oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> I mean, Roman is forehead. Just say good. Are you crying, Dario? Are you crying? So, you're getting emotional, the overall, Dario. The overall storyline is I am emotional. The overall storyline is about <laughs> is about the Joker. Um, Reverting back to his uh, regular persona of Jack Napier, and no longer being psychotic, and trying to find a way to to, to fix Gotham. Right, because Gotham's got a lot of problems with it. It's like losing an old friend. Mm, yep. Yeah, pretty much. This this the the overall book deals with a lot of of like themes and issues that I thought were really interesting. Yes. Um, and then and then it paid homage to. Uh, a lot of different, a lot of different like like versions of Batman. Like when I when I read this, I couldn't help but every time by here every time Batman talked, I heard Kevin Conroy's voice. <laughs> every yep. time Joker talked, I heard heard Mark Hamill's voice. Mark right? Hamill, yeah, Harley, me too. And Harley, I heard Harley's voice. To me, it was like it's not set in, in the DC animated universe, but it's heavily influenced by the DC DC animated universe. And and influenced by a lot of the good things that were in the that were in the comic too, right? Like I love it when they, whenever they show the Batmobiles. I mean the, the Batmobile that his new Batmobile I think looks awesome. Yes, uh, but when they show all the other Batmobiles and they even do the Tim Burton one, like oh, they give yeah. the Tim Burton one a huge scene, yeah. right? Which I love. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Who who stole it from the Batcave? Yeah, that was Nightwing. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, so he's a common so, thief. <laughs> and issue, issue one focuses on Batman trying to track down Joker after he breaks out of jail, uh, breaks out of Arkham. Right. He's skateboarding around town. <laughs> um, they they do the 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 rooftop driving. He, they oh yeah, kind of take take that from the movie. Um, Batman like knocks people over and like and like almost hits people in the road in the street and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's Batman driving the Batmobile with Becker on it. And Nightwing following on his motorcycle, all trying to get Joker. And Joker eventually goes to a factory that has antipsychotic drugs in it. And um, during the course of the fight, Batman grabs the psychotic drugs and starts stuffing them in, Bat- in Joker's mouth and forcing <laughs> him to take them. And somebody is filming this whole thing. It's pretty brutal. Like Batman uh, so cool. yeah. the crap the Joker and everyone's watching. Right. And everyone's staying in shock while this whole thing's going on and someone's someone's recording it on their cell phone. It's and, probably Nightwing. No, we know exactly who it is. They tell you later <laughs> on in the book. <laughs> yeah, and, they tell uh, you, but Nightwing, it was probably man. Nightwing. <laughs> and uh sure, and then, sure wasn't Peter Parker. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, because that would be badly shot because it's just the camera hanging from webs. <laughs> That's right. Shaking, blowing in the breeze. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, the footage gets out, and uh, there's a there's a connecting element in all these storylines that has a TV show that's uh, like got two hosts on it, where they're constantly kind of talking about the state of the city, right. what people think about Batman and Joker, what people think about the government, and all that stuff. So that's kind of a connecting storyline throughout this whole thing. And so, at the end of the first issue, we find out that the drugs that got force fed to the Joker have stabilized them, and in this one, in this universe, they're kind of saying that, that when when he's psychotic, his hair automatically turns green because when he changes back, his hair is green again. Yeah, the, I didn't brown. quite get that, but like it's it's a makeup it's thing. A chemical, like he, he wears makeup, right? He wears makeup, but isn't it like a chemical reaction from the drugs? Yeah, probably. I guess I guess if I if I'm gonna overthink it, we can say that when he got dropped into the acid by Batman, obviously. His skin got bleached and his his hair got turned green. So maybe the maybe the drugs magically change his hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he's he's uh, stabilized and um, 
He's super smart. Well, he's not super smart. He was always a smart guy. Right. This issue spends a lot of time referring to his origin, what he was like before he was Joker, his public knowledge that his name is Jack Napier, which they take from the Tim Burton movie. Right. Uh, And they, they reference a lot that he wasn't a murderer, really. I mean, there's a murder mystery going on during this where we think he murdered Robin. Right. Um, but it seems like whenever they're whenever they're talking about his rap sheet and whenever they're talking about about other stuff, like there's no evidence that he's ever murdered anybody. Although right. Batman yeah. calls him a murderer. So I got to wonder if in this in this Sean Murphy verse, if like Joker has just never really murdered anybody, but he's been close to doing it, but he's never actually murdered anybody. Because you know, in the DC universe, he's gone from a prankster to a dude that'll shoot somebody in the face for no reason. Right. So. Mm. But I really enjoyed this first issue. There's, there's. I thought there was a lot going on. Um, like I don't really know why I didn't like it the first time I read it. Um, probably I was too attached to the fact that I feel like Joker's name shouldn't be known. Right. Right. Um, et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah, I had to get over that. The, yeah. Um, and I think that the the opening scene, which is um, kind of a flash forward, is uh, Jack Napier going to Arkham. And visiting Batman, who's locked up, right. and, that, and that scene is re- revisited in the last issue. Um, I think that was one of the things where I was like, "Ah, this is a topsy turvy world. I can't read this." <laughs> <laughs> but I like. I thought it was, I thought that particular issue was really good. Um, let's see. What did you guys feel about the opening of it? I, I mean, I didn't read it when it came out. I'm reading it now, huh? and it's kind of eerie because this came out what three. About three years ago. Yeah, yeah, 2017. It's touching on a lot of things that we're we're experiencing in real life. Yeah, I agree with you. How like how like all like they don't they don't trust the cops. They don't trust the government. They don't you know. Right. They kind of put in they put in like I don't know how do we, how do you say it? I want to say like criminals up on pedestals, but like everything that. It's kind of topsy turvy because I mean, usually everybody's like for the police, They're not for the government, but you know, at least they, you know, they can establish that the that the police force is right. essential. Nowadays, it's like we don't need cops. People can run around and do whatever they want without any rep, you know, without any um, what's the word I'm looking for? Repercussions. So right. Yeah, they focus a lot on corruption in the police force, and 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 in our world today, there's a lot, lot, there's a lot of like bigotry in the police force, and and police using excessive powers, et cetera, et cetera. Excessive force, right? Yeah, right. So, and then they also deal in the comic with not in issue one, mind you, but later on in issue two and on, they 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 focus on uh, backport, which is where all all the uh, um, the lower income people. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And it's always it's always the focus of, of fights between Batman and supervillains, and that area is always getting trashed, right? And, and we find out later on in the series that very Bruce Wayne goes to a goes to a fundraiser or a dinner with one of his rich friends, and who very blatantly tells Bruce that I make money off of poor people because Batman chases villains in this town, destroys it, and I get to buy up all his property and sell it back to the government for huge profits right so and right. it's selling back to be huge profits and bruce is like what <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute right we see uh, as, as as this book goes on we see more and more um things that are, that are like is batman is batman doing what he needs to do for the city i mean i know he's fighting fighting criminals that the cops say they can't they can't take down but um batman's so focused and doing what he's doing, he's like hurting people and destroying buildings and all right. that stuff. It makes you wonder if superheroes are even needed. And it's an overall thing right. that you can apply to everything. Because even <laughs> even in even in issue one, Barbara Barbara questions Bruce, why are you going on the you know, you don't know if if the building construction is gonna be able to hold this after we're done. Cause he goes, oh. there's people living in these buildings. Yeah, when he's doing the rooftop driving. Yeah. Right. But then they explain that later. Right. That Batman's been paying for all this stuff. Well, they say that the taxpayers have been paying for it. 
Well, if, um, if so I know you stopped short, but you, we find out in the last issue that that Batman, uh, what they call that fund, the Batman, it was uh, a Batman disastrous fund. Yeah, yeah, that that's 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 entirely funded by Bruce Wayne, which I knew was going to be the case when I was reading the book. Right. Well, yeah. yeah, you knew he was gonna he was gonna flip the bill anyway, no, no matter what. Right. And that it, it's kind of funny because they're like Gordon. Gordon yells at him. He goes. God damn it! For a year, for years, it's like three billion dollars to cover this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, in issue two, I think it's pretty interesting uh, because not a joke is stabilized. Um, he goes to his old hideout and uh, goes to Harley and uh, proposes to her, and <laughs> she freaks out because she only wants she only wants uh, Joker and she doesn't want Napier. Right, and he takes off. Oh, he doesn't take. Uh, he doesn't take off. Uh, as as uh, Harley's like starting to beat up Jack Napier, uh, someone comes to her. Someone comes to his aid, and it is uh, Harley. Right. So we have a case of two Harleys, which I think this is great. Yeah. Um, I love. So it. there's the modern version of Harley, which is the one that is the only wants Joker, and then there's the Bruce Tim version of Harley from the animated series. <laughs> yep. And it's revealed that. Uh, the original Harley, which was a Bruce Tim version, left him, and Joker's so crazy, he didn't realize it and just grabbed his other girl instead of calling her Harley, and she was so crazy herself that she just went with it. Yeah. And so that other Harley is, that other, that other is kind of like the movie Harley, the one, our current version of Harley. So we have two versions of Harley running around. Yep. I thought that was really cool. I love um, how there's that- a lot of um, there's a lot of things taken from like the animated series and then the 1989 batman and things like that there's, there's some cool ideas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this issue also shows us that uh batman and victor freeze have been working together yes um to to, to perfect his uh his freeze technology right. for health reasons because we find out in this issue that uh, alfred is dying of a disease and batman's been using Victor Freeze's technology to uh, keep him stable until they can find a cure for his disease. Right. It, um, it also gives a lot of background on Victor Freeze. We yeah. find out that, um, not in this particular issue, but we find out later on that um, he's a lot older than we think he is because the containment unit he's in uh, is has been keeping him young for a while. Right. Slowing uh, down the aging process. Yeah. So in, in, in issue two, he's able to get out of a suit with the help of Bruce Wayne. Uh, but it's, it's, he doesn't wait to test everything, so he ages super fast. So he's not dead, but he's like I think in his sixties or seventies when he gets out. Eighties, right? Yeah, eighties. Um, and we also find out that he alludes to the fact that um, the that that just in a, a cryptic conversation with Bruce Wayne that uh, the Waynes have a connection to the Nazis, which they find out. We find out much later on in the series that it's because Victor Freeze's dad was a Nazi. Victor Freeze isn't a Nazi, but his dad was a Nazi, and Victor mm-hmm. Freeze is like really against the Nazis. Like, right. So he's uh, even though he's a villain that was trying to save his wife, um, he he's not a villain villain in this book. He's like he's he, he ends up helping everybody and all that stuff. So it's pretty good. Well, didn't this, didn't they say his father was an SS officer? Yeah, yeah. yeah his father was SS, but he doesn't obviously and, agree with that. But Thomas Wayne, Thomas Wayne would. Would help. Would kind of fund Victor's. Would kind of fund Victor's experiments for medical reasons only. But when the yep. Nazis are as a weapons, they kick them out. Right. Right. So the Waynes. The Waynes weren't weren't supporting Nazis. They were we were supporting Victor Freeze in a way that uses Freeze technology to help people. And then the, the actually the U.S. government was using uh, defected Nazis. Uh, they wanted to use it. For, they wanted to weaponize the stuff. So right. they, they kind of ways. The Waynes went one way. The U.S. government took uh, Victor Freeze's dad's tech and did something, and uh, and then Victor Freeze went and you know did Mister Freeze stuff, I guess, <laughs> for a while. <laughs> also, in issue two, we see a lot of a lot of villains. There's a really really yes. really cool where where Napier decides to move his plan along because he wants to eventually become a congressman and all this stuff. Right uh, or city councilman, and uh, he does he does like a classic Joker thing. Um, he calls all the villains of all the, all the Gotham villains together and uh, 
Paul, you'll be familiar with this from the from older Batman stuff. Uh, all sitting there. around the meeting table, and you know the art that only shows like you know people's hands with their drinks. So you're gonna have to guess what character is <laughs> what based on you know based on just that view, which is cool because right. we got the penguin, you know, with the martini and <laughs> a little thing that's iceberg lounge, and then we we have uh, a little mittens on. Yeah, and we got a guy. Then we got a guy. Guy that's guy that's got two glasses. He's got like a a really dumb beer and then a, a glass of wine and wine. So you know that's two face. And uh, and then uh, uh, Bane is drinking tequila. Yeah, out right out of the bottle. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like uh, the, the Van Twilquist have like have like a beer and a shot for the dummy. Yeah, yeah. He had a he had a, he had a beer and he had a shot for the uh, he had a shot for the dummy. Um, and I like how they I like how they reinterpreted Killer Croc a little bit. I mean, I don't love the fact that his his face was an actual crocodile, but it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then use Mad Hatter. I always like to see Mad Hatter every once in a while. Yeah. But they use uh, what what uh, Napier decided is that the only way to to make his plan work was involving using the villains, and and he captured Clayface. And broke them down to just the base elements of the clay, and made all the villains ingest it. And then once the villains ingested it, he was able to use his mind control on Clayface to control all the villains. It sounds super complicated. <laughs> it's kind of really simple. Yeah, but that's what he did. It was the Mad Hat. It was the Mad Hatters, wasn't it? Yeah, the Mad Hatters band controls these cards, and uh, Napier put all the cards in Clayface, so that way he just had to control Clayface, and then since Clayface is a is like a creature of clay, whatever, uh, and it was in all the other guys, he could control them. Yeah, that's really... So I feel that's an overcomplicated, overcomplicated plot, but it works. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, right, so when I'm reading issue two, I'm thinking maybe he's not really Jack Napier, maybe he's still Joker. Like, there's enough... Joker influence mm-hmm. going on to make him come up with his whack, wacky, wackadoodle plan, right? Right. Sort of like he keeps flip-flopping between personas. Right. Well, that, that's the thing. Is he doesn't really do that. I mean, he's Jack Napier. It's very subtle, but later on in the book, obviously, he starts flip-flopping. Right. Um, later on in the series. Um, next book. And then, let's see, what's going on next after that? So, issue three is focusing more... Okay, so issue, issue three is um, we find out Napier's plan um, he uses the villains to uh, to attack uh, the city and, and distract everybody, so he can steal some documents from City Hall. And then he also decides to use the villains to destroy the library that he's building, so nobody thinks he did it. Right. And then when that's done, he lets all the villains go. Well, he doesn't let the villains go. He puts the villains in stasis. He puts them in a warehouse and makes them just stand there, so they're still in Nick's control. Which I suppose would have worked if the other Harley didn't get his headband. <laughs> right. And so what's they, the other? They, they pointed it out too, because if you notice, they always worked alone because of the ego, egotistical persona. Oh, all the villains. Right. They all the villains were egotistical. Right. Yeah. The eagles always did them in at the end, and they're like, "Why are they? Why are they united?" What is doing this to cause them to work together? Right, and that's when not, it all started unraveling. Right, going for Batman because that's right. not. Oh, that's yeah. very unusual. So the unravel Batman. Also, this is this is the issue where uh, Alfred dies, and that kind of pushes uh, Batman over the edge. Yep. Well, that there was a reason why that because didn't um, Batman got the living daylights beat out of him, and he they needed to use that chronic that ice chronic medicine to stabilize him because he was younger and it wouldn't take as long right. for him to get it better. So Alfred told Freeze to, you know, take care of, uh, of Bruce and right. I'll, you know, I'll take the clock, you know. Yeah. He was Alfred being Alfred pretty much. Yeah. There's a, the, the funeral page for, for Alfred's, uh, you know, funeral was, I think, really well drawn. Um, and it goes back and forth with uh, you know Napier and Harley and then we go to we go to backport and we meet um it's not Lucas Fox. Who is this? This is um it's Duke. It's Duke, right. Uh, ah Duke. So we he's in it. He's, he's, wants, protecting, he he's protecting backport. Yeah. 
He's like the guy in the backport, which would right. be the equivalent yeah. of Daredevil. Yeah, that's, yeah. Kitchen. that's true. Yeah, but Duke is, is more fed up with the politics in the in the over the the over police brutality that happens in backport. Right. And that they don't get a fair shake. Yeah, the cops don't even go out there. That too. No. When they do go out there, they don't do any good. And then the other big thing that happens to this issue is this is when other Harley, who changes her name to Neo Joker, oh yeah, um, discovers discovers Clayface and uh, the the army of zombies uh, that are all the other villains. And when she kind of pokes at Clayface, he kind of falls apart, and the <laughs> only thing left is just. The brain with the two eyes attached and this tongue, which is, <laughs> is the grossest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, with with the band around the where they had the, the man had his brain uh, band yeah. around the brain with the court with the card stuck between the uh, left and right uh, sides of the brain. Yeah, yeah, right. So she carries that around, and because she's they, they say because because she's in close proximity with with Clayface that she has an easier time controlling everybody, which uh you know. Yeah. Science. Well, she, she also has uh, is Travis, the Mad Hatter, working with her. Oh, that's right. I was waiting for that to get weird uh, because that guy's a that guy's like a psychopath. Oh, <laughs> I was waiting for bit. him to start calling her Alice. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's exactly what right. I mean. I was waiting for that to get weird. <laughs> so in issue two, it just builds up from there. Uh, we have a lot of. We have Napier running for city council. Um, we see Batman breaking down more and more. I mean, this is after Alfred's died. Uh, Napier takes uh, Harley out. There's this whole scene when Napier takes Harley out for dinner and they have a night out. Uh, then when things are looking normal and good for them, at least, uh, Neo Joker with Mad Hatter attacks uh, um, the Gotham police station with all the villains, and it gets pretty brutal. Like, they mess things up. Oh, yeah. Uh, Napier... Napier tries to help, but he can't. And um, Neo Joker shows up and demands that, that that Napier go back with her, but not as him. She wants Joker back. And there's a whole big fight between them. And then they all break up. And that's when uh, Napier decides that he wants to fund a Gotham terror uh, unit to stop everybody. And then the Gotham, the Gotham police can, can end its relationship with Batman and all that stuff. Well, they gave them the choice to join. Right. They were allow they were allow uh, vigilantes to work for them and keep their identity, but they had to wear they had to wear cams and all that stuff. Right. So GPSs. Yeah. They're like Batman ain't gonna go for that. Right. <laughs> Which is obvious. We knew he wasn't gonna do that. Yeah, I mean, but I think that's part of the plan. So then, after that, gets, that, that special unit gets formed. Uh, we see more fallout between uh, between Nightwing and Batman uh, and and Batgirl. We also find out, I think, in this issue that um, Nightwing, Dick Grayson, is not the first Robin in this universe. That blew my mind. Yeah, me too. The first Robin in this universe was Jason Todd. Yeah, and uh, he he gets he had gotten kidnapped by Joker and uh, disappeared. Uh, there's uh-huh. We know that we know that Joker had beaten up Jason Todd badly, and Harley took off to get Batman because she was afraid that Joker was going to kill him. And yep. when Batman when Batman got there, he he defeated Joker, but uh, Jason Todd wasn't around at all. So there's the there's the outstanding mystery of uh, did he or did he not murder Jason Todd? So right, and that's why he calls the Joker murderer because in yeah. his eyes he killed Jason Todd. Right, and then. <laughs> And then that, and that in turn uh, means that the relationship that he had with Dick Grayson is different than he had in the regular DC universe because in the regular DC universe, his relationship with Dick Grayson is good up to a point, uh, but then they reconcile as they get older. Um, in this one, it seems like Batman treated Dick Grayson differently because he had lost Jason Todd and probably treated him like differently from the get-go, right? Right. That probably makes sense, which, right, Paul? which is kind of how... So, kind of, basically, their roles were reversed between Jason Todd and Dick Grayson. Yeah. From the regular yeah. Bat universe to this one, which is interesting. And Bobby made a point that they were always at each other's, you know, always bickering. 
right having, yeah. having what you call a pissing contest <laughs> right she said i'm like sick of, i'm sick of tired of being in the middle of it mm-hmm. which is true I'm, i mean you never saw she never said it in the original version but she's like at the point where you know what i don't care anymore just knock right. it off yeah mm-hmm. and you can't blame her i mean no i mean she i mean if it was got to got to the point where she didn't want to do it anymore all she had to do was walk away yeah Oh, she still wanted to do it, just not under those circumstances. Right, right. Now, I want to know, is does James Gordon know that Barbara Gordon is Batgirl? I don't think so. I don't think he knows. I, yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, unless they review it in the sequel, I don't think he knows. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think they did. Not that I recall. So while all this is going on, um, in this particular issue, um, which was basically the building of the Gotham Terror Force and uh, their first outing with uh, their Batmobiles. I mean, they're not yeah. true Batmobiles, but, they're, right. but there are fleet of cars that are way better than anything the police has. Right. Uh, they go out and they go after uh, a bunch of supervillains and they're being coordinated by Gordon. Uh, it's Nightwing and Batgirl and, and uh, uh, Harvey Bullock. Yeah, Harvey Bullock and uh, Mon- Mon- Montoya. 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 And, and Duke and uh, yeah. another person. And they're all doing really well. I mean, they got this. They got these down. They are going to catch these people. And then all of a sudden, Batman shows up and F's it all up. Like, he is yeah. just on a tiring. He, he, like, he knocks all the other like police cars out of his way. <laughs> goes right for the right, right for Neo Joker. Uh, when, when the cops are about to get him, he, like... Rams Neo Joker and and uh, Mad Hatter's car into the side of this bridge, which yeah. uh, destabilizes one of the support beams and the whole bridge collapses. Is like the worst, <laughs> the worst PR yeah. that Batman could ever get. <laughs> right, it's like a yeah. super case of road rage. Right. Well, it's all, <laughs> all obviously much. To the it was like Alfred too. It was like yeah. the scene in in um the Dark Knight. When they were in those in that tunnel type, um, when he was racing against the um, the eighteen wheeler, yeah, oh right, and they yeah. just destroyed everything. Concrete blocks were getting like turned right. into sand. It was like unbelievable. And then after every when the dust hasn't even settled yet, Gordon goes, "That's it. Put it out an APP for the rest of Batman." Yep, yep, yep. You know. The one character I would have liked to see them do was because he was from he was from Gotham was Jim Gorgon before he oh, became the Spectre. Yeah, before he became the Spectre, I would like to see wh- what part he would have played. Well, it could still and happen. They're doing more. Listen, Mister, so. I'm I'm up on all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. And this uh, and this could is get you wish. And, and, Neo Neo Joker getting her hands on a giant freeze gun, like like a, a comically yeah. large freeze gun. <laughs> well, they need they need a comically large freeze gun when they shoot. If they gonna go by the movies and they're holding up that they got Atlas holding up the freaking uh, uh, Gotham Gotham Auditorium, you know the right. observatory. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was just waiting for that to happen. <laughs> I got to back so. up a little bit on this one. It's loaded at the end of the issue. All right. Yeah. So what goes on in this next issue? Oh, this next issue is great. This is where Gordon gets the gets the the Tim Burton Batmobile. Oh, <laughs> yes. So this is issue six. We're talking about now. So uh, Gordon put on an APB on Batman. He's pissed. This is it. And one of the things that one of the things I should mention is that. Um, this whole this whole eight issue series happens over the course of a year, so it's not like right one night and another night and another night. This all happens over the course of a year. So he pulls out APB. He confronts Batgirl on Nightwing and says, "You need to tell me who Batman is." They're like, "No." He's like, "You work for you work for the Gotham Police. You need to tell me." And they're both like, "No, we're not going to tell you." Yeah. Uh, said, they just, said, they said, they said that that's not part of the deal. That was not part of the deal." But Nightwing's go, Nightwing says, "I'll help you arrest him, but I'm not going to tell you who he is." And then. And then uh, somebody's like, oh, it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll arrest him or we'll unmask him. And then <laughs> Napier is like, no, we can't unmask him either. We need, to, we need to catch him with his mask on, leave his mask on, all that deal. So they they all, like between all of them, 
they figure out that they have to go up to Batman, but they fight past the. They figure out how they're going to avoid unmasking him. Which, for writing the comic, you got to do that. Right. Which is which is a, a subtle which is a subtle way of the Joker saying no. We got to keep it somewhat anonymous, which is like his obsession with Batman. Right. I mean, right, Joker's yeah. always, always like me and Batman. It's all you have to do, Batman. So, uh, so they're like, well, how are we going to take out the Batmobile? This Batmobile, his Batmobile is like insanely. Uh, like better than anything that they have. Even their cars that they're calling Battlebeals, but aren't Battlebeals. <laughs> so um, I think Duke or Bullock comes up with the idea of using a um, using a um, what do you call those bombs that take out all the electricity? EMP. EMP. Because we we'll, we'll use an EMP. He's like, yeah, but it's gonna blow all the all the power for six blocks. He's like, yeah, well, it's worth it. And they're like, well, what are we gonna use? And they're like, well, we need something that's uh, analog, something that's cool, something that'll work. And what does Nightwing say, Paul? I can get you one. <laughs> and Derek, does he take it? Or does he, he steals it. He steals, <laughs> it. He steals it. Cause that's well, what he does. There was nobody. Hey, there was nobody in the cave to ask permission. So he, you said, you know, it's better. <laughs> it's better to. It's better to apologize to beg for forgiveness than to, to ask for permission. I know. Is it? And then that's when uh, that's when, it that's is. That's when we see that the Tim Burton Batmobile roaring down the road, which I, I love that Batmobile. It's yeah, so cool. that one's a cool Batmobile. And then they're like, well, who's gonna drive it? And Gordon's like, I'm gonna drive it because I'm Gordon. <laughs> so this is actually you know, right. a big race between Batman and all the other cars that the police department has, including the the, uh, the Tim Burton Batmobile. And they they funnel them into a to a warehouse. That has uh, apparently they couldn't just use spotlights. They had to use all bad signals. <laughs> like everyone's a bad signal. <laughs> it's for that dramatic effect. <laughs> so they, they, uh, right. they blind them. Actually, no, I take that back. There's only one bad signal. All the other ones are spotlights. Uh, so they blind them, and then when Batman's blinded, they set off the EMP, and then their plan works. Gordon, Gordon's not blinded. Uh, he's able to get his car running again, and he rams the Batmobile, uh, like, and somehow gets his car, gets his vehicle, like, lodged underneath it, and he flips over Batman's Batmobile. And then they grab him, and then uh, basically Batman tries to get away, but he gets cornered by Jack Napier, who's jacked from steroids because apparently his drugs that he's taking is also a steroid. <laughs> Super convenient. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what else would it be? <laughs> and they get in a good old fashioned fist fight. And uh, Napier wins and drags Batman off to Arkham. Napier wins. And everybody thinks everything's fine. Batman's in Arkham. Napier's a city councilman. He's sane. The city's, like, no longer under threat of anybody. And they all live happily ever after. No, no. (laughs) Neo Neo Joker shows up with her (laughs) comically large freeze gun (laughs) and freezes the city. As you do. And everyone's like, holy crap, we weren't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you expect it? And then break uh, out the Batman thermal suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they're like, well, how are we gonna do how are we gonna do this? Blah 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 blah. And Batgirl goes to talk to Victor Freeze, who's like, Yeah, I could probably figure out how to reverse it. You just have to get me to there. And then uh this is the issue where we start seeing Joker flip back well, they see Napier flip back and forth between Joker. Right. So this is uh, the beginning of the end for sanity. <laughs> yeah, like didn't uh, didn't Freeze die? No, they're. Uh, I know you didn't finish the last two issues, but they save her. Okay, that's cool. So she lives. Like Victor Freeze thinks she's gonna die. Like he's like, all right, I'm gonna unplug her. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna right, do everything, he, everything that I know. She has Baba to let him, you know, be in peace with her. Right. You know, let him be alone. Right. Alone. But in that in that next issue, we find out that she survived the dethaw and she's in a coma. Uh, and then. Spoiler, the last issue, she wakes up and everyone's happy. Ah. So, oh. <laughs> I ruined it. That's my job. So, At least uh, you ruined it after we paid for it. <laughs> I'm more upset about the everyone's happy thing. <laughs> yeah. So in this particular issue, um, everyone realizes that they need Batman. So uh, Joker goes to Batman. They work it all out. Um, everybody gets separated in the teams. And with the help of Victor, to freeze and Batman, and uh, 
a bunch of his original Batmobiles. Like he he gives all of his Batmobiles to the police department. So we see like the the Batman sixty six Batmobile. We yeah. see the tumbler from the from the the movies. Yeah. Uh, we see the the the, 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 the Tim Burton ones. We see all of them like like being piloted by you know cops and Batman and Nightwing and Batgirl. Um, and they basically go and they they charge Neo Joker um, at at the freeze gun. They get Frick to freeze there. And they're able to basically defeat her and dethaw the whole town. Um, now, in the very, very last issue, jumping ahead because my computer's not working anymore, <laughs> uh, Joker is no longer, the drugs aren't working on him anymore. And he, he's going to be uh, reverted back to, uh, back to crazy Joker. And Napier wants to delay it as much as possible, but he's, you know, he knows it's not going to happen. So right. they have... Uh, the last-minute wedding between him and the first Harley. Um, That's nice. Batman realizes that uh, a lot of the points that Napier brought up were, were valid and that um, he needs to figure out what he's going to do. And so one of the things that he does is he gives a bunch of his tech to the cops. He's like, this is all for you guys. You can have all my, all my Batmobiles. You can have all the stuff. And then uh, he finally reveals his identity to James Gordon. Right. Like, I need to stop being Batman. And I'm going to tell you who I am. So he does that. And that's basically it for the series. I'm sure I probably skimmed over a couple important parts as far as the last issue goes, but I think that I hit the key well, points. Didn't, didn't, didn't Alfred write a note to Bruce before he died? Yeah, I did. Alfred wrote a note to Bruce, and Bruce didn't want to read it until the last issue. Um, and then so he had he had Nightwing and Barbara with him, and he read it. And it was a very, you know, touching letter about how Alfred knows what Bat, what Bruce is like, and he expected him to, to not read the letter right away, and that he was going to retreat him to himself. Right. It's everything that happened in the series is what he was like. All right, I kind of know what's going to happen because I'm Alfred. So. <laughs> Spoiler <Yeah>. alert, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> and then they they ended it with the funeral, didn't they? No, the funeral happened way on. It ended with uh, yeah. I just it ended with him reading the reading the letter. I think. I yeah, just so. the and they all lived happily ever after. No, it ended with him re- revealing his identity to James Gordon. Yes. Uh, that was the last thing he did. Yes, he took his, that's took right. Like, My name is Bruce Wayne, and I am Batman. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and then Sing that so, time, Sing that channel. And then Jim Gordon said, yeah, I know. I'm a police detective. So did I like this series? I liked it a lot. Am I glad I read ah. it now? I'm glad I read it. Um, like like we were saying earlier, I think it touches on a lot of a lot of topics that are poignant right now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and 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 I just love the fact that it kind of called back to all the all the older things, all the, all the old history of Batman and right. movies and comics. I thought that was really good. Yeah. So, and the fact that they're giving him they're giving uh, Sean Murphy, you know. Uh, a verse to work on so he can kind of do his own Batman things, I think is really interesting. So yes, now I, have to pick I up agree. Stuff. Yeah, definitely get the next one and the one shot. Um, it continues. It's, it's, it continues being interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think it's definitely worth reading. Um, especially if you're a Batman fan, you'll find a lot to really like in this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, a, it's, it's really, it's a really interesting take on the whole Batman mythos that I loved. And it's something different and refreshing. Yeah. What about you, Paul? What are you thinking of it so far, even though you didn't finish it? Well, being. being I know, I know. Time, you want more Nightwing. <laughs> as being a, a Nightwing Batman fan, <laughs> I'm with you. I like, how, I like how they took it on a different perspective. Right. Yeah, it's really and cool. Freshened it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, like I, the only like I said, it would have been cool seeing uh, Jim Corman, Jim Corrigan somewhere down the line. Sure. Or, or even like, or even like Vicky Bale. Oh or yeah. Other supporting, other supporting, um, characters. Mm-hmm. Even if it was just a cameo. Right. Like the um um yeah. That psychiatrist that Nicole Kidman played when she was trying to, you know, when oh, she was yeah, trying to help. Oh, Actually, right. Leslie, Leslie Thompson 
was in this too. And she was she only had a, a, a small part part in it, but she's the one who yeah. diagnosed Napier as being sane. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. What seeing yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to see. I don't know. Um, even in a jail cell, if he was still, you know, still incarcerated, like an old version of Joe Chill. Oh yeah, yeah. that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool because you could do a lot with Joe. Well, yeah. all of these things could still happen. There's more to come from the Murphy-verse, as they call it. So who knows what we might get. But it's it seems like Sean, Sean Murphy... Uh, could, it seems like Sean Murphy is definitely a fan of Batman. So, you know, we could get some really cool stuff. I like it to the point where I'm going to... I want to get the next series, The Curse yep. of the World, yep. White Knight... Which I have I been reading. Up, yep. I already picked up. I picked up the um the one shot. The one shot's with Azrael, right? No, the one shot is uh Bond uh, Freeze. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The second series is has Ariel as Azrael as a major player. Yeah. Okay. So I want to pick that up and read that. That's cool because I never liked Azrael, but if it, if no, if he doesn't yeah. look that, so that'll be cool. I don't think I anybody like likes Azrael. I just thought that they could have done. Oh, they could have done better. They could have done better with him. Yeah. And just you know have him go insane. Right. And just you know run amok. I mean, why one? Why is Azrael with Justice League? Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey. He has no. He has no place in that. Why? Is oh, it, why yeah. are any of the characters put, there in Justice League put, Odyssey? If Odyssey, I would have had a lot other people there. I would have had. Maybe Supergirl. Yeah. Okay. Hawkman, a hot girl. Yep. Yeah. You know, space related. Right. You know, Adam yeah, no, Strange. Right. Um, Adam Strange. Yeah. I think no, that's I, a no brainer. No, Adam Strange is a no brainer, right? See, yep. I could see them having um, Cyborg there. Yeah. Be a connection yeah. to Justice League. Yeah. And I can but see Jessica Cruz. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. If you don't like her with the Justice League, put her in the Odyssey. Right. She'd be, be out in space doing her right her Green Lantern thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even Simon ba- Simon Baz or whatever his last name Diaz or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the Star Starfire on the Justice League Odyssey? Yes. Yeah. 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 So she's space. She's space space anyway, so she deserves to be on it. Yeah, she makes sense. Yeah. But I just I wanted so much more from Odyssey. I was really I thought I was really going to enjoy like it, and I just didn't. I stopped so reading that have, a long time ago. Yeah. If you have, like, say you have, you redraft, if you redo do the draft of the, of the, of the, um, roster. Yep. And you put Hawkman. Yep. On there. Yep. Now you can put at, put the Adam there since they were best friends. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can, they can do all that because I'm sure Ray Palmer can survive space. Right. He's a scientist and all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying they they really dropped the ball with the Odyssey. I agree. Yeah, I was very disappointed. But yeah, you know, I don't even know where they're at now because I haven't read it in so long. Yeah, this installation book's still coming out. Yeah. They're, so do we? Yeah, do we? Do we, we drop them. Do we rate these trades or do we just recommend them? No, we just say whether or not we recommend them and we think they're worth reading and and all that. Which which uh, it sounds like we all do. We all think they're worth I checking out. So recommend. There you go. Now you can actually recommend it to people at the store. <laughs> <laughs> you can I've, actually say you actually read it. Oh, after yes, year, after exactly. Year. After a year, mm, well, maybe should I? I don't know. Um, mm, uh, I, got whole, I got a whole pile of Richie Rich comics I got to read. I don't know. Uh, sad sack. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, you forgot Andy Cap, hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buy a bag of the, the hot fries and read some Andy Cap. That's do great. <laughs> actually, actually, I saw on mine i saw on facebook that they're gonna have a collection of andy cap oh really comics. <laughs> yeah nice all right well um yeah like we said we all recommend it it's definitely worth reading um it'll be very interesting to see 
what else Sean Murphy does with this universe. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, I, I mean, with with the success, he could probably branch out to other heroes too. Ooh, I like that idea. That could be interesting. That could like, be very interesting. Superman. Yep. Green Arrow. Sure. Actually, I would be interested in seeing him do Superman. Yeah. 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 Definitely. But uh, I guess uh, I guess that's it. We're all done with this episode. Huh? It's pretty fun talking about the White Knight. Uh, mm-hmm. and we'll see what we come up with for next month's edition of Off the Shelf. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. I'm sure. I think it's my turn next. Um, So, so, uh, what, let's see, what Spider-Man storyline will I shoot? (laughs) Clone Saga. Amazing. Amazing. Oh my God. Hey, hey, hey. No, I cannot be amazing. I cannot put myself through the Clone Saga again. Spectacular. Yeah. I said it, it may not be amazing. It could be sensational. Sure, sure. It, it could it could even be web of. Could be friendly. <laughs> <laughs> right. But in the meantime, that will do it for us this evening. Uh thank you, Cosmic Comic Guru Dario and World's Greatest Sidekick Paul for joining uh, me uh, on this episode. And uh thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, Hopefully we didn't ramble too much. (laughs) But in the meantime, stay safe out there. Um, Stay sane. And until Nightwing finally hits puberty, that will do it for us (laughs) this evening. Good night, everybody. See ya. I'm not even going to (laughs) comment. Leave it alone. Thank you for your cooperation. To contact the New England Society of Geeks, you can email us at nesogpod at gmail.com. That's n-e-s-o-g-pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at nesogpodcast. That's n-e-s-o-g-podcast. Find us on Facebook on our New England Society of Geeks podcast page. Follow us on Instagram at Pod. That's N-E-S-O-G pod. Finally, if you could find it in your hearts, we would appreciate it if you could give us a rating or possibly a review on wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you and good night.